Welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary for Saturday the 25th of March 2017. Um, My voice is a little bit reedy today because I've been doing corporate trading all day and using my voice, so apologies for that. I'll try and uh, keep the voice going. I am fueled with tea, so that should do the job today. And uh, I must mention that this is actually the 100th individual episode of this podcast. So although we're on week, whatever it is, 50 something or other, um, I, I've actually done lots of diaries and social media boot camps. So this is actually the 100th individual episode that I've recorded. So that feels like a bit of an achievement today. We're marking the one year anniversary of the podcast on Monday, the 3rd of April. So it's anniversary time at the moment on self-publishing journeys. Now I have so much news to tell you this week, and I actually haven't done any writing this week. It feels quite remarkable. We'll start with book progress, and then I'll tell you my other general news, which is where a lot of the excitement is. Um, Den of Night has now undergone my edits. I think I was doing that last week when I spoke to you. It went off to Helen Fazal on Monday morning. It's due back on the 13th of April, and then I've scheduled in my diary the 22nd, 23rd, and 29th and 30th of April for me to do my final read on it. I have to say that writing at 50,000 words, it's a lot less work than it was doing the Don't Tell Meg trilogy. They were all about 90,000, 80 to 90,000 words. There's a lot more work in that. So it didn't take me that long to go through Dead of Night. Um, Helen, I think, read it in one sitting and she uh, she sent me a note to say, you know, it's really fast and action-packed. So she just read it straight through, which is good. That's what I want that book to be like. And um, I'm hoping to launch that book on May the 3rd, and actually this year, it's funny, I'm just targeting things on birthdays. It's been my birthday this week. I launched Don't Tell Meg this week on my birthday. And then this next book is going out on my brother's birthday, I hope. It just helps me to remember the dates. I'm finding it quite handy, actually. The, the birthdays are paced nicely throughout the year. Don't Tell Meg then is, is up for sale. But as I said to you last week, I'm not going to thrash it particularly. Um, you know, it's making some quiet sales in the background. But um, to me, the, the key component of all of this is having Dead of Night ready, because Dead of Night is the one that I'm going to give away for free and cheap. That's going to be the, the capture. And then I'm going to move people through uh, the Don't Tell Meg trilogy. I've started to think about the next book now. Um, I'm hoping to start writing on Friday the 7th of April, but it might be a little bit later than that. Um, and it's got a working title of Gated. Now, I am going to write this gated book, but um, I'm just not quite happy with my plan for it yet. So I may be moving on to a different one. And and again, if you listen to these diaries every week, you'll know that there was a story in the news about a hitchhiker. And although this is my story has been nothing like that story, the scenario did give me an idea. And so I might be writing the hitchhiker story. I'm basically going to be sketching out all the ideas I've had floating around in my head. And then I'll pick one. I'll pick the one I feel kind of most passionate about right now, and that'll be the next story that I write. I think with Don't Tell Meg, um, it's it's live now, as I say. It feels like it's been a really long journey. I think I started writing that. I jotted it down some on the 11th of May in 2016, so it's taken a long time to get those live. You know, sometimes I could slap myself around the face because, um, you know, trilogies, it's good to have trilogies later, but if I gave a message to myself, I think I would say, don't write in trilogies, Paul. Write standalone books first, 
just to get them out there fast and then write trilogies when you've got a couple of standalones out there. Because the problem with the trilogy um, is that um, you, you can't promote books two and three in a trilogy, uh, not, not if they require previous knowledge, not if they require you to read book one. So really, the only one you can sweat and promote and you know, do, do the promos on is book one of the trilogy, unless they're standalone books. But you know, even um, the Divergent series, for instance, or the Hunger Games, which are you know are kind of standalone books, you couldn't read. Well, actually, I made a mistake when we bought Divergent series. I hadn't got a clue which was which, and I started reading the wrong one. I think I must have started reading book three first of all. And I remember saying to my wife, "Is this right? Am I am I doing the right thing here?" Because it didn't have book one and two, two and three marked on my copies. And uh, I was thinking, I'm in the middle of something here. This doesn't really work. And, and so although they're, in theory they're standalones, you need to read them in order. So that's my my lesson about this. It's great to have trilogies, um, you know, because you, you lead people through a sequence. But um, it does make life hard. And I think I've made life harder for myself than it needed to be. Anyhow, the next books are all going to be standalones. I'm not writing any trilogies for a while now. I, I will probably come back to trilogies because I like the form. Um, but I need to write some standalones now. Uh, to, you know, to shift the trilogies. I think the next priority for me with those books is I, I got to get some decent covers on them. I'm I'm not at all happy with my covers, but you know it's going to cost. Well, for the, the books I've got written at the moment, we're looking at one thousand six hundred pounds to get proper covers put on them. I don't know about you, but that makes me bulk a little bit. So uh, I'm going to have to you know find that money and um, and pay for those covers. But that is a priority for me. Uh, and again, of course, having written in trilogies. I can't really get one cover done without getting the other two done. So I'm committed to at least getting the, the trilogy done. So let there be a lesson in that for you. Be, be careful when you write trilogies. That's my kind of writing news. Oh, there's one more thing I need to tell you about that is that um, I got my formatted version of the trilogies back. Now, you may remember that I did it through. Let me just check in my emails. I think it's Frostbite, isn't it? Frostbitepublishing.com. I sent the... Don't Tell Meg Trilogy, so the final versions I sent off in in word form. And Adam Poe, who's the guy I've been talking to there, has formatted all of those now for a paperback book. Now, I've, I've previously done all of my books in the past. Uh, I like to know how to do these things. And let me tell you, I sent these things off to Adam the other day, and I get three files back, and it's done. And I've had none of the hassle whatsoever. So another lesson learned from Paul is I ain't ever sitting formatting books again. It took me ages. I keep making pig's ear of it. Uh, I don't enjoy it. And I paid Adam, I can't remember what it was, 200 and something dollars. You know, not a lot, not in terms of the hassle it creates for me. And uh, he's just sent them back and they're all ready to go. And, and I've actually, as I speak, um, I, I've loaded uh, the book up or first the first book up into, into Amazon. Now, um, again, I'll, I'll mention this to you because previously I've put all my books on CreateSpace I thought, well, I might as well use the new um, Amazon paperback service. So that's what I'm using. And literally, as I'm speaking to you now, because I started this just before I started to record the podcast, uh, it's generating my print preview of that book. And so I am going to have paperbacks, but they ain't going to be great fussy paperbacks. They're going to be the cover for Don't Tell Meg. I'm just going to use a standard um, Amazon template, nothing fancy at all. And I am just going to make them available as paperbacks for people who want them. But again, experience has taught me, um, you know, having done all the books I've done now, people don't really buy paperbacks, they buy the ebooks. It is quite nice to have the paperbacks. It's nice to have them when you're doing talks and just sort of selling uh, when you're giving talks. 
Um, but but you know really you don't shift a lot of paperbacks, so it's not a priority. So what I've done with the paperbacks is rather than it being a great big part of my work, I've just simplified the whole thing. That cost me about what is it eighty ninety dollars a book, whatever whatever it's cost me a book to get done, and it's been really worth it in terms of hassle paying somebody else to take care of those. They've come back, they're perfect. There's no issues. You know all the all the numbering. My goodness, the problems I've had getting the page numbers right. What a faff. So uh, again, you know, learn learn from Paul's mistakes, please. Don't do it yourself. Just get somebody else to do it. It's a lot easier. Um, I know it's more money, but it really saves you a lot of time. Okay, to general news, then. I've got a lot of general news to tell you this week. Uh, some quite exciting things happening, actually. Let me talk about Insta Freebie first, if I may. Um, I've got my next Insta Freebie giveaway ready to roll on the 27th of March. This is a crime and thriller giveaway. And um, at the moment, you know, the reason I'm not really pushing the Don't Tell Meg trilogies, because I have no um, crime audience. It's like me starting all over again. I have a zero audience in, in crime. I have no leverage. I have nothing. It's like day one uh, in terms of my crime book, starting all over again. So um, although the books are sitting there and they're for sale, and that's all very nice, thank you very much, here's how I'm going to get that going to create a, a, an audience of crime readers. I'm going to be doing Insta-freebie giveaways. The first of those is mine. Uh, that I'm hosting, and then the next giveaway, I am going to be um, doing somebody else's giveaway, and that's pretty well straight after, they're, they're back-to-back, and I'm going to generate myself a crime reading list of at least a 1,000 to 2,000 subscribers, and then I shall start to thrash my books um, with them. About By about that time, I should have Dead of Night ready, and it's Dead of Night um, as a cheap book that I will go for first. I am going to um, uh, I'm on uh, KDB Select with the Don't Tell Meg trilogy, so I am going to um, have it f- uh, for free. Don't Tell Meg will be for free for one week, and I'll probably put a discount on the other books, and I will do free books here, all the promos that I need to do. And actually, I remembered when I was chatting to my wife, I think it was this week, I remembered why I wanted to keep the Don't Tell Meg book um, you know, at a full price. And the reason for it is because, and, I, and I'll share that with you because it's worth knowing, I think talking to other authors and listening to interviews, the reason that I haven't had a um, what's it called a, not a, a book bub, I haven't had a book bub, is because my books that I keep submitting are on perma free, and book bubs seem to prefer discounted books. So the reason that I'm not making the Don't Tell Meg trilogy perma free is I want to be able to put Don't Tell Meg on a book bub when it's got some um, reviews on it, and. To do that, I don't want to be selling it at 99p. I want to be selling it at list price, 399 or 299 I will play around with that price to see what works. And then I want to be able to offer it to BookBub so it has a discount on it. And that seems to be, talking to other authors, that seems to be what BookBub is looking for. It's not really interested in my perma-free books because they're free anyway. So um, the my whole pricing intention with Don't Tell Me, I completely forgotten to share this with you, is based around getting those books on BookBub, which is why they ain't going to be perma-free. So The Dead of Night and the the next book that I'm writing, one of those will be perma-free. The other one will be 99 cents, 99 pence. Don't Tell Meg will stay full price. Now, I will do, just to get things going, when it's on KDP Select, I will drop it to zero just to get some traffic going through the trilogy, just to get things going for me. But that is my strategy with Don't Tell Meg. My strategy is I want Don't Tell Meg on a BookBub. Um, and that isn't going to happen fast. It's going to happen slow. 
Um, I need to build up some reviews and things like that. Um, and I completely forgot to share that with you on these um, diaries. That is why I'm holding on to price with Don't Tell Meg. That is why I'm being patient about thrashing it, uh, because I have a longer term strategy with this now. Okay, so um, I'm doing Insta freebie giveaways. I'm actually going to do a, um, what's it called? A webinar, Paul. It's called a webinar. I'm going to do a webinar on Insta freebie, and I've scheduled that in. I'm going to have to look at my, um, hang on, it'll be on my planner. I should know this off the top of my head. I'm going to do a webinar, 7 till 8, on Wednesday the 5th of April. That's British Standard Time. And I'm calling it, Internet Marketer Than Us I Am, Insta Freebie leads explosion okay when you when you when you've been doing internet marketing you don't just say how to use insta freebie you call it insta freebie leads explosion because it's much more attractive as a title so um, i will be presenting that web and i'm really all i'm going to do is just share with you you know everything i have done to build my list on insta freebie over the last month or two and you know we're looking at two two and a half thousand leads now in that time for a cost of $20 per month. Now that is working way better than Facebook ads and way cheaper than Facebook ads did. So I really can't recommend this strategy to you uh, enough if you've got a free book in your sequence. Now, um, because I, I've got Don't Tell Meg on KDP Select, when I'm on KDP Select, I can make 10% of the book available um, to, to promote it. So I've made 10% of Don't Tell Meg available through Insta Freebie, and I've called it a sneak peek of the book. So you get, I think, about two chapters of the book. And then at the end of the Insta Freebie, you know, 10% that I've given away, it then obviously gives you a call to action to buy the book on Amazon. And that's how I'm using it on the Insta Freebie by not giving the whole book away for free. So again, I share that with you. Hopefully that might be of use to you, but I would love to see you on the webinar if you're able to make that. Now, I'm not sharing the link for that just yet. If you're listening to this on the Saturday, uh, on Saturday 25th, I'm not sharing the link just yet because the clocks in the UK go back uh, on Saturday. And um, I'm I'm using GetResponse as my, my webinar tool. And um, it doesn't look to me like it's sophisticated enough to get the clock change right. So I'm going to generate the link for it when the clocks have changed so that people in the States don't end up turning an hour early or an hour late or however it works. It's just a little bit of a complicated time around clock changes at the moment. So I will share that link on Twitter uh, from Monday, probably, possibly Sunday, but certainly from Monday, if you want to sign up for that webinar. And it's a pitch-free webinar. I am going to actually be making a product around Insta Freebie because I got I just got so much to share on that in, in such a short time. Some nice little marketing strategies. I am going to make a paid product, a fairly cheap paid product, um, but uh, this webinar is going to be free. Incidentally, as a web, as a host of these giveaways, I've settled on 35 books being my perfect number of books in a giveaway. And the reason for that is I hold my giveaways over a period of seven days. And because of the, the way the, um, the, the system that I use for my giveaways, I use um, Thrive Themes. Um, I create my, my my giveaways in rows of five. And what I found is a really good thing, and it's very much appreciated by people who take part in the giveaway, is I, I rotate the rows of books every day. So I got 35 books, that's seven rows of books. I do my giveaways over seven days, and I rotate the rows every day. So everybody gets a turn at the top, everybody gets a turn at the, um, at the bottom, everybody gets a turn in the middle. So everybody gets you know one of the places. And that seems to be really appreciated by the participants. Because in other giveaways, if you're stuck at the bottom, no one's going to see you. So that's working really well for me. Uh, seven rows of five books, 35 books, 
total. You need to have enough people to send traffic to the giveaway, you know, but not so many that it becomes um, overwhelming. Uh, so that's been my strategy anyway. Okay, so that's Insta Freebie. Oh, oh by the way, um, an Insta, the other great thing about us holding a giveaway is that Insta Freebie have been promoting my previous giveaway, my sci-fi giveaway. Um, they have been promoting it through their list all this week. It's got a couple of blasts on their emails to their big audience. So I keep adding, um, I just keep adding subscribers to my uh, sci-fi list at the moment, which is just fabulous. So the, the funny thing is, is I've added all these subscribers to my sci-fi list and I haven't got any new sci-fi coming out for a while. So there's not really an awful lot of point, um, you know, particularly because uh, if they haven't bought the the two books I've got now, or they have bought the two books I've got now, I've got nothing else to flog them at the moment. So um, I don't know about that as a strategy, but anyhow, it's, it is building my list of readers. Um, but I need to focus now on building my, my crime list because crime is what I'm writing all of this year. So um, last week, and I think the last couple of weeks, I've mentioned to you the self, um, these, I beg your pardon, the, the Amazon uh, author uh, event that's taking place in Manchester on the 31st of March. And um, I was going to, I've booked for that. So I'm going down, I'm traveling down to Manchester for the, the Amazon event. And um, I've also been chasing um, the chap from Amazon who's, who's, who's talking there to see if I could get an interview with him for the podcast. Now, it's funny how things turn around. I, I just expected to be sitting in the audience at that event and hopefully meeting a couple of Northern independent authors, you know, making a few sort of contacts and networking. Um, but what should happen this morning is I get a Facebook message from Orna Ross from the Alliance of Independent Authors who says, can we have a meet up for a chat to talk about something else I've done for them and how we're going to launch it? And also, by the way, would I represent Orna on the stage at this Amazon event on Friday? Um, and the answer is, you know, number one, I'm absolutely petrified. But number two, yeah, of course I will. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm actually on stage now, rather than in the audience, as I'd intended to be, just sort of sitting there making notes. I am now going to be representing Ally on stage in Manchester at the GBEX or wherever it's, it's being held, um, alongside all these best-selling authors. But I'm not there to sort of puff myself. I'm there to represent the Alliance of Independent uh, Authors. So the authors that are on stage are, are northern authors who are all sort of doing very well on Amazon. And then there's me. Uh, they're Darren Wearmouth, uh, Joseph Alexander, who's the guitar guy. You'll have heard quite a lot about him. The guy who does the guitar um, self-published books and he's making a fortune from those. Uh, Keith Houghton and Tracy Bloom. And they're, they're all sort of really, they're all selling really well on Amazon. And they're all northern or north-based authors. So um, I, I think, um, I mean, it's, it's terrifying even thinking about this, actually. I, I'm on stage uh, doing the introduction with Darren from Amazon. And then... I'm taking part, I think, in a couple of author panels representing the Alliance of Independent Authors. So even just talking about it, I'm petrified, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, you can't say no to that. That's a lovely bit of um, author author branding. So I, I've said yes. And if you're there, keep your fingers crossed for me, please, because it's, it's a petrifying prospect to be doing that. But I can't say no. You know, as an author, I want to, I, as an author, I want to be one of the authors in that panel who's best-selling and everybody's sitting on, you know, in the audience like I am thinking, I wish I could be up there as a best-selling author. So that's about as close as I'm going to get to it at the moment. Not being a best-selling author, but representing the Alliance of Independent Authors. But one day I want to be on that stage as a best-selling author. You know, that would be a, a kind of dream come true, wouldn't it? So um, 
As I say, keep your fingers crossed for me next week because I'm petrified about doing that, but I am going to do it anyway. Um, is anybody going to the self-publishing conference in Leicester on the 22nd of April? Now, I've got a ticket at a hotel booked, but I took some training on, some corporate training, and because it was a sort of like a lucrative day, I can't say no to it. Um, it could be quite a nice little learner that day. Um, so I, I have to say yes to it because it puts a lot of money in the pot. Um, uh, you know, that it could pay for a couple of covers that. So um, I, I got to do that training on the Friday and I'm sort of trying to decide whether I can face the drive down to Leicester after a day of training. So I, I'm kind of looking for reasons, networking reasons to make the drive after a long day training. So uh, let me know if you're going to Leicester. Uh, but I say I've got a ticket, I've got a hotel booked. Uh, and the other thing is, is if you are going and you haven't got a hotel booked yet, let me know too, because um, I might not be able to use my hotel and we might be able to come to a deal. You can get a cheaper hotel and I can save right off, you know, right two nights of a, of a hotel fee. Uh, you, you can get it at a discount and I won't lose all my money. So maybe we can come to an arrangement um, over the hotel. So do let me know. That's the self-publishing conference in Leicester on the 22nd of April. Last Saturday was the Alliance of Independent Authors Fringe event. Um I think I was on, um, in UK time, I was on in the middle of the night, about 2am, I think. But of course, it isn't 2am for people around the world. So, you know, it only feels like you've got a bad deal in the UK. I know that elsewhere in the world, it's a perfectly reasonable time. Um, and so that was good. Um, amazing. I got about 400, was it 400 and something entries? I think it was. 403 off the top of my head into the competition to win my, you know, access to my training program, um, Self-Publishing Academy. So I haven't got the winner's name yet, but... I'll be sending that off shortly. But what a great fringe event it was. Loads of good content. So much stuff for me to, you know, personally to work work through. Um, you know, even though I, I contribute, I get tremendous value as an author um, from listening through to those presentations. Now, there are two more of those events coming up over the year. I've got them in my diary, and I hope that I will be contributing more content um, throughout the year. I quite like to do something on InstaFreebie, actually, because I'm really quite keen to share just how successful that is at the moment. Only because, you know, everybody's talking about Amazon ads, everybody's talking about Facebook ads. And I'm absolutely sure, you know, people are and people people are and people have had great success with these. But you need to have an appetite and a budget to get those going a lot of the time. You know, most of us, I think it's fair to say, as smaller authors with limited budgets, most of us would have a punt at maybe a hundred, maybe up to two hundred quid on Facebook, and then we start to bulk at what it's costing us. And and that's my problem with Facebook ads. We haven't all got the resources of the best selling authors, you know, to just keep piling money into these things. And the great thing with InstaFreebie is well, I'm getting all these leads and, and it's only costing me £20, uh, $20 a month. So I worked out for the webinar. It's costing me about two cents per lead. Now, you know, you're doing very well if you get uh, leads at two cents on Facebook. So, um, you know, I am quite passionate about InstaFreebie at the moment. It's working extremely well. Um, anyhow, that's just a by the by. That is a presentation that I hope to do later on as a free presentation for the Alliance of Independent Authors a little later on in the year. I did say I got a lot of news for you. What's, oh, we're running okay for time at the moment. That's okay. I thought I was going to exceed my half-hour record just then. Um, I've booked in for another conference. Really great. You know, I'm so pleased that Amazon are up here uh, in Manchester. I mean, you know, from Carlisle, Manchester's sort of two-hour two um, train ride. You know, everywhere is a long way from where I live. Um, Glasgow's about an hour away on the train, so Glasgow's a great place. And Manchester is just short of two hours from Carlisle to Manchester. So, you know, these aren't any small distances, even even when I'm traveling within the north. But um, here, here's a good event. Um, 
The Newcastle Writing Conference is taking place on Saturday, the 20th, 20th of May, 2017. It's a PM only event and Rachel Abbott is talking there. So I'm, you know, I'm going, I'm going obviously for the three sessions that are, are, are taking place at the panels and things, but I'm going primarily because I really want to see Rachel Abbott speaking. And it's just an hour's drive over the, uh, what is it? The A6, A69? Yeah, the A69 for me. Um, now the early bird tickets are 39 pounds plus there's a small booking fee on there. And I've got my ticket. Let me know if you're going. But it's Newcastle Writing Conference, Saturday the 20th of May of this year, PM only. And Rachel Abbott is one one of, of many guests, but she was the highlight for me. And I'm trying to uh, get to speak to Rachel for the podcast if I can. She's actually... Um, well, I, I've heard heard a talk and I've read an interview and she just gives excellent indie author value, I think. She gives some really, really brilliant tips, Rachel. So I'm hoping to either get to talk to her at that event or hopefully I'll get her on Skype to interview her, you know, beforehand or afterwards. Um, but again, you know, it's so nice to have these events in the north. It's really, really encouraging to see that. Um, I got a bit of a, a jolly last week. I was in town um, I think I'd done some training last week, and I was and I was tired. Um, it was a Facebook ads training that I was doing at, at sort of corporate level, and um, I, I find t- training days quite tiring, to be honest with you. It must be my age, I think. And um, and and I was supposed to be working on Friday, and I thought I can't be bothered actually. So I had a really idle morning. I was oh that's right. I was supposed to be reading Dead of Night. I had a really idle morning, so I went into town. Oh, I had a haircut. That's right. I went into town. I thought I'll have a haircut because I need a haircut. And um, on the way back from the haircut, they had this um, lorry training display in Carlisle City Centre, and they had this huge lorry with a trailer in it. And they were they were basically trying to recruit uh, lorry drivers, which is fine, and train them. And um, there is a there's a scene in a lorry in in Dead of Night, and I've never been in a lorry, and I had to do my research like we all do on Google, trying to look inside lorry cabs. And I thought, well, this is too good an opportunity to miss. So I said to them, look, I'm an author. I don't want to dr- learn how to drive lorries, but can I sit in the cab and can I see how the gears work and you just get a feel for what it's like, what it would be like to jump into a lorry and drive it if you'd never driven a lorry before. And they let me go all over it. I asked a guy, I got to talk to the guy who'd been driving lorries for about 45 years, I think it was. And he, he gave me all sorts of information about you know the gears and that they're, they're automatic and you know, things that you need to know about lorries. And it was brilliant. I also got some photographs, which I will use on the sort of blog posts and content that I create around the thrillers. So, um, you know, really, it, I just wanted to share that with you because you'd be amazed at what people let you do. I know this from my years in the BBC. Whenever I used to say, oh, I work in the BBC, people used to let you go anywhere. And, it, and I found it's the same as an author. If you say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm a writer, I'm an author, and I, I want to put this into my book, people will let you do all sorts. It's amazing. So, um, you know, if there is something like that that you want to, to, to look at and, and get a feel for, just tell them you're an author, you know, wave a book at them um, and, and and they'll do it. And what I did is I picked them up on social media. I put the photos on. I, I gave them a mention on social media, which they saw. And, you know, everybody benefits from something like that. And, um, you know, I said to them, it will go on the blog and I'll acknowledge you in the blog. And um, it's just a little bit of reciprocity, um, really. I think it works uh, very well. So, um, you know, it's amazing what you can blag as an author sometimes. Okay, well, that is my news for the week. As I said, I haven't done any writing this week, but yet all sorts of things are happening uh, all around me. Oh, I've, there's one thing I've forgotten to tell you. There's one more thing I've forgotten to tell you. Um, I can't, I'm trying to think how this came about. How did this come about? This came about from a contact that I made through the Chamber of Commerce work that I do, the corporate work that I do. I did a series of webinars for them, 
And um, I know a gentleman locally who who, write, who does cartoons for books and, and for publications. And it turns out that he is a member of the Society of Authors. He recommended what I do to the Society of Authors. And now the Society of Authors want me to go and do a paid-for, uh, they're paying me and paying me expenses, um, a paid-for talk down in Manchester in November. So, um, again, you know, for me, this is networking. I, I love doing the talks and the, the presentations. It's all sort of branding, and it's paid speaking work, which is the other thing uh, for my author business. So, um, although that's not... It's not hyper-confirmed yet. We, we, I, I, we're having a Skype conversation just to talk about the topic. and to, you know, They just need to make sure I'm the guy for the job. Uh, but that is going to be Society of Authors event, 4th of November in Manchester. I'm delighted to be asked. And of course, you know what this means now is that um, you know, I'm sort of on the speaker scene for the Alliance of Independent Authors, the Society of Authors, and then I'll have Amazon under my wig, on Friday, if they don't throw me off the stage uh, in the morning, and hopefully um, I'm going to ask somebody to make sure they get some nice pictures of me on that author stage because it, it, you know, it's all part of your personal branding. How cool is that to be on a stage with Amazon with all those authors? You know, so I'm going to make sure somebody gets me some photos of that because I, you're sure as heck, I'm going to be using that in my, you know, in my social media and in my branding. So um, we've had a lovely little flurry this week, um, and. Gosh, it sounds like Game of Thrones in the way that everybody's tied together. But I'm doing that for the Society of Authors. But the Society of Authors are wanting to get involved with, and I'm just going to have to have a quick look at the um, the email that I got here just to, to work out the details. The Society of Authors are wanting to do more events with New Writing North. And New Writing North are the people who've organised the Rachel Abbott event in um, Newcastle. In May, so you can see how this is a bit like Happy Families. You know how one person talks to another person, and before you know it, you're, you're kind of on the circuit. So it's going to be an important part of my author business, being on that talking circuit, because my perception is is that the, the talkers, you know, the, the authors who do these things, it helps to build their brand much faster and get the word out about their book. So um, I'm extremely happy to be invited to do these things. I, I hope I you know, do a good gig for them and they're happy with what I uh, produce for them. But it's very um, exciting, very exciting to do. Um, and, and all of these, one thing leads to another and it's creating all these connections. And many of these connections have come from doing this podcast. And I share this with you, you know, just in terms of explaining how to build the author business, that unless we're very, very lucky, we ain't going to write, um, you know, 50 shades straight off as our first book, a lot of us are going to have to work at building our author business. And and part of that is the publicity, is the talking, is the getting the word out. You know, it is being known as an author who does talks, as well as an author who writes. And that's an important part of my personal strategy, as well as writing the books. You know, I want to be appearing at the talks, I want to have the podcast, and I want to teach people how to do things. So it is. it does sort of feel good when a lot of these things come together and you feel like you're making some headway because certainly my experience is, you know, so much of, of what I do feels like I'm, uh, you know, throwing mud against the wall and not a lot of it sticking. So it's been nice to have, um, you know, lots of positive things to report on this week. Okay, so that is the diary. It has been about 30 minutes. Apologies for that. But as you can tell, there's just a lot going on, even though I haven't written this week. Um, got a big guest on Monday. Angie Marsons, thriller author, amazing story from Angie. This is on Monday, the 27th of March. 
I spoke to Angie when I did the interview. She had just it had just been officially announced that she'd sold two million ebooks via Bookature. Now, prior to getting signed by Bookature, Angie had been so hard up, she'd nearly lost the house. They'd had to borrow money from relatives, and she'd had to take in some job that meant she, that she was going to have to work overnight in some thankless job. And then Bookature came to the rescue. And now she sold two million ebooks. So if you want to hear a kind of rags to riches story of somebody who just kept on writing, somebody who kept going in spite of all the awful things that happen, you know, to authors and the money problems that sometimes you have, you have to keep writing, but you also have to keep working and paying the bills. Angie's story is really, really compelling. She was a great guest, a lovely, lovely lady, uh, and and what an achievement! Two million ebooks. So hear her story, hear how she did it. I'd like you also, if you're not familiar with Bookature, listen to Bookature because they really are uh, the new kid on the block. They're doing amazing things. They've just been taken over, actually, um, by by a big traditional company, the name of which escapes me off the top of my head. Um, but it's a really informative interview. That's Angie Marston, thriller writer, and Angie's coming up next Monday on the 27th of March. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week of writing. I'll be back with another podcast diary next week. Thanks for listening to Paul's Podcast Diary. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days. Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.